Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast to help you quiet your mind, settle your body, and see God's presence in your everyday life. I'm Julie. I hope our time together will help you to feel more grounded, whole, and filled with a growing desire to be a conduit of God's love and presence to the world around you. Now, let's begin. How do we celebrate Christmas in a COVID world? That's our challenge this December. We wrestle together with the contradiction of the suffering and struggle of a global pandemic and the celebration of Christmas. The season of Advent, the four weeks leading up to Christmas and Christ's birth, is usually a festive time of parties, baking, shopping, and treasured traditions with family and friends that help make the holidays merry. But this year, all of this is eclipsed by the shadow of COVID-19, and the excitement and fun of this season is replaced by the new normals of uncertainty, anxiety, and fear. I'm sure we're all wondering, where is our hope this Christmas? Spiritual director and retired pastor, Charles Ortloff, is my guest during Advent as we examine how we can still celebrate Christmas in a COVID world. The four candles and accompanying words of the Advent wreath will help us as they point us to the hope, joy, peace, and love that Christ's birth and presence bring into the world. And Charles, as we did on Monday, today we'll consider stories from others' lives that will help us during this challenging time. Yes, Julie, on Monday we told the tragic story of Eddie Hillison, uh, this young Dutch woman who died during World War II in a Nazi death camp. She noted the beauty of wildflowers outside the death camp and also the unspeakable suffering within the camp. She held on to this contradiction of suffering and beauty. She invites us to follow her example of neither collapsing into despair nor pretending everything is just fine. She held the contradiction and found a power that breaks us open and changes us forever for the better. Eddie's story is so remarkable, and from her we learn the difficult truth. Rather than wallowing in hopelessness or pretending it's not there, Eddie suggests that we hold the contradiction of both beauty and suffering, hope and hopelessness. When we do that, our hearts are broken open and we let go of our hopes and dreams. This sounds like such a hard thing to do, but it seems that when we stop clinging to our particular hopes, dreams, and plans, we become ready to receive God's hope for the world, and that's Christ. That's what Christmas is really all about. Emmanuel, God with us, no matter what. That is our hope and our reason for celebrating at Christmas. And of course, at Christmas, the nativity story is front and center, the story of the birth of Jesus. Each Christmas, we retell the story of Jesus' birth. I invite you to see that story, 
through the eyes of Eddie Hillison to see and ponder both hope and hopelessness. Once you start looking for it, you see it everywhere. Let's just consider Mary, how hopeless her life was. She lived in poverty and scarcity, with little hope of either a long life or a good life. Rome occupied her country, ruling with an iron fist, robbing them of food that they needed to just survive, killing anyone who might protest. Now, it is true that Mary receives the message from Gabriel that she will be the mother of our Lord, but look more closely at the hopelessness even in that message of good news. Her friends and family, and for a while even her beloved Joseph, thought of her as a bad person. She had been unfaithful to Joseph. How would she ever get her reputation back? And the trip to Bethlehem is difficult, and when they arrive there is no place to stay. And when the baby arrives, she is by herself, and soon they must flee for their lives to Egypt. How will this ever end? Where is the hope? Simeon, in the temple, when the child is forty days old, foretells the end. His words are difficult to understand for the child's future, but not for Mary. He tells her, and a sword will pierce your heart. There is hopelessness all around, and yet there are angels and shepherds and wise men too, all surprises to Mary, not what she had hoped for. The Christmas story ends with the words, Mary pondered all these things in her heart. Mary is a contemplative. She holds the hope and the hopelessness together, these two contradictory ideas. And in the holding of them, she lets them do their work. Her heart begins to open to the deep hope that God has for the world. Christ Jesus, the hope of the world. As we sit in the quiet for some reflection today, revisit the nativity story by visualizing the religious Christmas cards you receive each year. Are you only seeing hope? Or can you now see the hopelessness? In this quiet space and time, I'd invite you to gently close your eyes and to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the sound of the bowl calling you to look within. Let it center you. Let it awaken you to God's presence. We want to see only the joy and hope that God's people had in the Nativity story. But we are invited to follow Mary's example and to hold on to both hope and hopelessness. What is Mary telling you today about the contradictions you are experiencing this Christmas? Can you let go of your own hopes? and make room for Christ, the hope of the world. We'll be back with you 
in about two minutes. Take one more minute to notice what's happened in your heart while you are in the quiet. What insight or intention will you carry forward? End by just being with God, resting in God's loving presence, and letting God enjoy your presence. I'd invite you now to take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. Hear the bowl sound calling you back to this day. Gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer.
finding that I have new eyes for the nativity story. It was not the happy, happy story that my childlike thoughts wanted to be. I see in Mary a person who experienced both hope and great hopelessness and held them together. Mary shows us a third way, neither giving up in despair nor closing our eyes to suffering, but walking through it to the other side, where the contradiction is not solved, but dissolved. We don't so much understand the contradiction as we experience God's presence in it and the truth of Emmanuel, God is with us, no matter what. The Advent journey is a wonderful time to look within, a time to bring our uncertainties and fears, our contradictions about life to the surface, and wait for God to show up with the help that we need to receive the real hope of Christmas. Emmanuel, God is with us, no matter what. Join us on Friday as we take one more look at this third option of holding on to both, hopefulness and hopelessness. We'll talk about how this theme shows up in our own lives. We hope to be with you on Friday. And thank you for joining us on this journey as we explore four different contradictions, seeing them not as problems, but opportunities to more richly celebrate Christmas in a COVID world. Thank you for making time for your inner self today, for developing and enriching your relationship with God through reflection and discovery. Whatever you've experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, Gloria-Day, that's D-E-I dot com slash looking within podcast, or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. If you know someone who might enjoy and benefit from this podcast, share it with them. Your financial contributions make this ministry possible. To give, visit Gloria-Day.com slash giving. Thank you for your support, and we'll see you next time.